portion size I think is really important and I think especially now I was explaining um, earlier about trends and right now fitness and you know just being organized and keeping track of your meals and just being healthy overall that's a big trend like that's just what's in right now so everyone's a lot more health conscious and so I think that's also you know reflective in my life as well our family life so just thinking about what we're putting in our body because essentially that's going to reflect how you feel and your motivation your workouts you know how well you're going to perform Welcome to Waste Away, the intermittent fasting podcast. If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, heal your thyroid and autoimmune issues, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, the Chantel Ray Way, and each week I have different guests answering your questions. If you haven't had a chance to pick up your copy of Waste Away, visit ChantelRayWay.com slash podcast and you'll automatically get 20% off the book, audiobook, recipe book, coaching, and Inner Circle Facebook group. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, Aaron here. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that you can find our full podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Not only do you get to see Chantel and our guests, but you also get to see any charts, graphs, or pictures that we may mention. Search Chantel Ray Way on YouTube or click the link in the show notes. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayWay.com slash coaching. As always, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast, and we are so excited because I am interviewing a thin eater. All of you know that I like to interview people who have been thin, they don't really struggle with their weight, and they've kind of figured out what the secret sauce is to staying thin. And so, welcome on our show. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Um, thanks for having me, Chantel. Yeah. So I'm Alexis Gertis, and I live in Virginia Beach. I have two daughters and a dog named Lemon and a golden doodle. So adorable. And yes, yeah, so I grew up here, hometown. My pastor at ch- church, sometimes he'll say something about like, he'll joke and he'll say something about golden doodles or, you know, he always just says that. It's so cute because they're like the golden doodles are like the new in dog right now. Like if yeah. they say like, if you're anybody but anyone has like a golden doodle right now. It's well, like, they're the best because they don't shed and mm-hmm. they're great family dogs. Yeah. So they put up with so my daughter's. Sweet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're so That's a cute name, too. Lemon. I like that. Well, it's great because she's all black dog, too. <laughs> so, I call her Lemon. Yeah, um, so, I want you to talk to us a little bit about um, one of the things that people who are not thin eaters struggle with is overeating. And so, if you had to say, um, like, do you feel like you ever overeat? Or what, what do you kind of say to yourself to help you not overeat? So to help myself not overeat, I usually just think about portions. And we've had to work a lot with our daughter, teaching her about portions. So it's kind of practice what you preach thing in our house. So I think that's the, the main point that I make. So do you... Do you I honestly don't put as much effort into planning out my meals and doing that. My husband is always giving me a hard time about it. So I think thin people can also overeat. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that most of the people that I have interviewed, I would say somewhere between some people eat smaller portions 
and they're more like 60% of what they eat is really clean and 40% is not. And then people who are 80, some people are 80% clean and 20% not. But again, it all depends on your portion size. So if you want to eat cleaner, you can your portions can be a little bit bigger. If you want to not eat as clean, you're going to eat smaller portions. So talk to us about like what what do you what does your typical lunch look like? Typical lunch would be a salad with lots of fruit on it, um, light dressing, some sort of vinaigrette dressing, along with chicken. Not fried chicken, but grilled chicken. The only time I had to have fried chicken was when I was pregnant with Scarlett. So that was the biggest craving I had. So do you feel like you eat a salad most days for lunch? Or is that kind of your go-to is salad for lunch? Most days, salad, yes. So I eat a really light lunch. I'm usually busy, on the go. I do a lot of appointments during lunchtime, presenting you know, to different offices. So that's the time where I don't want to have anything in my teeth. <laughs> They're kind of taking this time out to listen to what I have to talk about. So they do the eating primarily. So if you had to estimate on the size of what your salad looks like when you're eating it, would you say it's one fist, two fist, four fists, um, six fists? Like how big of a portion would you say your salad looks like? I would say two fists. Okay. So just two fists. Do you feel like you eat fast or do you feel like you eat slow? So that's, I'm glad you said that. So um, in terms of you asked if I eat fast or if I eat slow, it depends on the context of what I'm doing at the time. So if I'm around people and I'm talking, we all know I love to talk. In that case, I'm not going to eat as fast. But if I'm alone eating by myself, I will eat super fast. Okay. Because I want to get on to the next thing that I have to do. So. Okay. So if you had to estimate like with that salad, if you were having lunch with somebody <clears throat> and you said you eat about two fistfuls, how much, how long would it take you to eat that salad? Probably about 15 minutes. Okay. Um, do you uh, feel I mean, like... pending that I'm also eating other items as well on the <clears throat> plate. Mm-hmm. So would you say, like, do you describe in detail? I know it's kind of weird, but if you had to describe in detail how you eat your salad, describe that to me. <laughs> so if I had to describe in detail how I eat my salad, I would say that I use a fork. <laughs> Unlike my two-year-old, she does not like to use a fork when she eats her salad. So I use a fork, and I will eat between, and um, I'll talk as I'm eating my salad, so just slowly eat it, but I'm not gonna just scarf it down like it's pizza or something like that, so, Mm -hmm. but that's kinda how I do it. I don't put a lot of thought into it when I'm doing Mm -hmm. it, so I have to kinda think back right now and Mm -hmm. think through it, but so just. Do you feel like you chew your food pretty well? Yes, but if I'm starving, I'm gonna go a lot quicker and I could slow down more. Mm -hmm. And I, I catch myself doing it, especially when I'm parenting and kind of, we're at dinner, we eat as a family, at the dinner table every night. So when we're doing that, I'm watching my daughter and correcting her on things. I tend to try to you know, practice what I preach. Um, and so most of the people that I've interviewed, um, they eat a small lunch and they eat a medium-sized dinner. That's kind of like the, the thinnest people that I've interviewed eat a small lunch and a medium dinner and I know I had talked with you earlier and you said you actually also eat 
a small breakfast. So talk to me about for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what size would you say um, your meals are? So, Well, and after speaking to you, I kind of realized when you talk about size of meals, I think it depends on what you the perspective. Think is, yeah, that's what true. What do I consider small and what I consider big? Because when I described it to you, it actually sounded more of a smaller portion um, where I thought it was, you know, larger than that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but for, from my perspective in the morning, I'm the hungriest. Okay. So I love breakfast. That's, I mean, that's never changed. Okay. Um, but once I, I was explaining to you earlier that when I'm, I wake up, I'm starving. If I pass that time of hunger, then I'm not going to eat. So I've kind of like lost that, but usually I'll wake up, I'll eat maybe toast or oatmeal and get the kids, you know, ready for school, so a little distracted there. Sometimes, usually I will finish it if I wake up earlier and I'm not distracted by children. But lunchtime, definitely smaller meal, and then dinnertime, medium. Okay, so if you had to describe it, you'd say for breakfast you eat something small, for lunch you eat something small, and then for dinner you have a medium-sized dinner. So talk to me about what what does your dinners look like? So when my husband's home, he loves to cook. So for in terms of dinner, you're so lucky. <laughs> you're yes, so lucky. My yes, husband was a deal. I get my husband to cook one time a year. He does the, he does a Valentine's dinner and he does it from start to finish and he does a great job, but he doesn't enjoy doing it and it's literally like pulling teeth to get him to do it. So we had to bargain before we got married. Mm-hmm. I like to clean. So I said, I'll clean the house, mm-hmm. you cook the dinners. But he always Is jokes. he a good cook? He's a fantastic He's really good. Good. Yeah. But he does um, joke. He wondered how I ever survived in college by myself and mm-hmm. living on my own. It's like, what did you eat? <laughs> how did you do this? So, But when he's gone a lot. So his work has him traveling pretty mm-hmm. often. So when that's the case, kind of try to plan out my meals when I go to the grocery store. And my mom, she also watches my daughter. So she helps out a lot. She loves to cook as well. Mm-hmm. So kind of have... So when he's dinner. home, what is a typical meal that he'll make? So chicken, grilled chicken. So we do that. And a salad or um, always some sort of vegetable and then um, or fruit and or. And then also some pasta. Our girls love pasta. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to get away from that. So some sort of pasta in that case and protein. So if you were going to eat pasta... If you had to describe it, would you say you'd have one fistful of pasta, two fistfuls, half a fistful, like a couple bites of pasta? How did, What does that look like for you? So if I were going to eat pasta in terms of size, how much I would eat, it really depends on the other items that are on my plate. Okay. I've been saying that a lot, but it does. Uh, so if I have chicken, I have salad, and I have um, some pasta there, I'm going to just do a fistful, okay? okay, because I have other items I'm eating. But if it's, let's say, spaghetti. Our daughter loves spaghetti, so we'll do that. We'll have spaghetti nights. In that case, um, we'll have salad and spaghetti, and usually it's a, a bowl full, okay? So... And I'll eat all that, and then... So would you say about two fistfuls? Probably two. So, and then how about your... How about your salad? So would that be like a fistful of salad? Definitely. Well, I always feel like because I ate my salad at lunch, and did mm-hmm. so I did so good then, I like to kind of splurge. And usually this is following um, a gym workout. So I like to work out at night. I'm not a big morning person. So I do my workouts in the evening. So when I get... At following my workout, I'm I'm ready to eat at that point. How often do you work out? 
So I wish I would would be doing it a lot more than I have been recently, but usually about two to three times a week. Okay. So ideally... And what does your workout consist of? So I do Pilates on Sunday, every Sunday now, um, after church. So I have a partner that we do Pilates with. We have a great trainer at Inlet Fitness, okay. and Taylor. She's amazing. Give her some props there. <laughs> My butts never look so good. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I do that with her, and it's fun. It's more of like a conversation with my friend. You know, it's just the two of us, and we're catching up, and, you know, the hour will go by, and I'm like, wow, we just worked out? <laughs> so she definitely pushes you, but and you feel it the next day. You're sore. So, But I always do that, and then um, – I love to run. So if I could do anything, it would just be running. So I ran, you know, in high school and, how and college. Often would you say long distance runner. So in terms of um, how often I run, usually if I'm going to the gym and it's not a yin yoga class or hot yoga class or Pilates on Sunday, I, I'm there to run. So I'll run on the treadmill, and I, I mean. I run fast and hard. I have one speed, my husband always says. <laughs> so even when I'm wearing heels, I'm like just all over the place. But so I'll usually do a at least a 5K when I'm doing that. So 3.1 miles or more. Then I'll add hills at the end. So depending on, sometimes I'll do yoga if I have time and I don't have to go pick up the kids. And maybe it's a Saturday and uh, my husband's letting me uh, partake in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will do a workout and some sort of like yin or yoga workout. And then if I'm feeling great because I've stretched out all my muscles, then I'll jump on there and run some more. Hey guys, we absolutely love getting your questions into the podcast, but we're also interested in your journey. So if you've started intermittent fasting and have some success or even struggling a little bit, we want to hear about it. Email me your intermittent fasting stories to Chantel at ChantelRayWay.com. Now back to the show. Okay, so let's talk about what is your favorite sweet treat? Like when you're like, oh, I just, I need something sweet right now. And describe what you eat and how you eat it. So my go-to favorite um, treat would have to be sour, sour gummies. So gummy worms and sour gummies. Okay, so describe how you eat it in as detailed as you can. So it's usually a, a full-on experience. So if I go to TJ Maxx, they have the best gummy bears. So if you guys are looking for a go-to, I highly <laughs> recommend it. Don't go down that aisle when you're checking out. Uh-huh. Um, they do that on purpose, <laughs> strategically putting all that stuff there. So I grab those. I'll grab regular gummy bears, and then I'll grab the Sour Patch Kids, that sort of thing, except it's like the organic version of it. So I'll grab that and then head up to my car after I did all my great shopping experience, and then I will open up the bag. And now I buy them both on purpose, so it's very intentional. So I have the sour gummies, which I absolutely love. I will take one out of the bag, put it in my mouth, I'll eat it, enjoy it, um, maybe have a sip of water, and then I will have the gummy bear right after it because it offsets that sour taste. And do you feel like you like, like, are you actually just taking one gummy bear, fully chewing it and chewing it in your mouth? Or would you say like, you're just taking a handful of gummies and putting it in? Definitely not a handful. Could you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) That's sour. No, that's sour taste. No, I'll just take one at a time. And so, and then I'll just probably have like five in my car Mm -hmm. and then get home. I'll hide those in the the pantry so my daughter doesn't see them or she'll want to eat them all. So it's usually the way. 
Awesome. So if you are listening to this podcast, I'd love for you to go to our YouTube channel and watch it because you can see um, how beautiful Alexis is. She has the perfect body. I mean, just drop dead gorgeous. Um, anyone who'd want to see it. So you can get motivated by just watching her. Now let's talk about just your hunger scale. Like how do you know when you're hungry and how do you know when you're full? So in terms of hunger scale, I would say, I mean, we're so fortunate that, you know, we're not starving. Like we have food, it's, you know, it's at our Mm -hmm. disposal whenever we want it. So I would say I kind of eat when I'm hungry. You know, we, we plan our meals. We have the morning, lunch, and dinner time meals and snack in between. But hunger scale, I mean, I'm never starving because I think it's usually around the time that we're about to eat that I have that opportunity to eat something. Um, so it's so funny because you think so much further um, when it comes to meal planning. And so it, when I was speaking to my husband last night about coming on here and doing this podcast with you, he laughed at me. So he's like, Alexis, you are the last person to be giving advice about nutrition <laughs> and um, eating. Just, it just, yeah, not my, not put a lot well, of it. Well, honestly, the thing is, is that <clears throat> as I've interviewed different people, I noticed that a lot of people, they don't focus as much on how clean it is that I'm eating. They really focus on their portion size. And they just say, I'm going to eat what I really want to eat. And what is my body craving? But they're they're eating what their body is craving. And they're mostly focused on how big is their portion size. Would you agree with that? I would agree. So portion size, I think, is really important. And I think, especially now, I was explaining um, earlier about trends. And right now, fitness and, you know, just being organized and keeping track of your meals and just being healthy overall, that's a big trend. It's like that's just what's in right now. So everyone's a lot more health conscious. And so I think that's also you know, reflective in my life as well, in our family life. So just thinking about what we're putting in our body because essentially that's going to reflect how you feel and your motivation, your workouts, you know, how well you're going to perform. Well, even if you think about it like a salad, let's say let's say we went to Cheesecake Factory for a salad. And I just did with my dad. I had okay. lunch with him, yes. Okay, what'd you get? So I got the salmon. Okay. So, did that. so if you look at their salads online, their salads, a lot of them are about a thousand calories in one salad. And they just have, you know, so much stuff in them and their portion sizes are huge, right? So if you were going to get a big salad from, and you kind of know the portion size that they give you at Cheesecake Factory, it's probably at least six fistful of food, if not more. Now, is this the lunch portion size? Um, so usually should, at lunchtime, I'll always uh, order a portion size. So, and I don't yeah. think they're often, I just happen to be there. Yeah. Days ago. Well, usually their dinner menu, like their okay. dinner menu, they'll have like a, the big salad. It's probably about, if I had to guess about six fistful. So how much of that salad, if you were going to get a dinner size salad there, would you eat? So we're talking about a dinner size salad, and I want to be completely honest. I would not be ordering a salad. So <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So what lunch. would you order? What would you order? I would, would like order? to order. So depending on the restaurant, I, I am not as familiar with their dinner menu, mm-hmm. but I, I would probably do a fish. Okay. Okay. Because I really enjoyed their salmon that night. Okay. So some sort of fish, and um, they had 
they paired it with um, broccoli, uh-huh. and they also paired it with mashed potatoes. Okay. It felt great. Ate all the salmon, did not okay. eat all the potatoes, only had a few bites, but this was at lunchtime. Okay. Um, if it was the evening, I may have eaten it. You know, uh-huh. I probably would have eaten it all. I'm a lot hungrier. Okay. The evening. Yeah, because at night you're eating more of a medium size exactly portion. So, but I would not. I, I would probably not order just a salad for dinner. Good. Okay, that's great. So for lunch, you ordered the salmon. You ate all of the salmon. You ate all of the vegetable. I did not eat all of the vegetable. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite. Okay. So probably needed some butter. Okay. <laughs> so it was definitely the healthy portion okay so that's really good so if you don't like it describe do you eat it so that's a perfect example like you were like okay I don't really like this I'm not going to eat it talk about that for just a second so things have changed so we Um, adopted my um, oldest child Uh, gosh it's been almost I guess four and a half years ago we adopted her and so since then it's just been we've been full-on parents and it's different so you kind of have to hold yourself accountable to those same standards with them so since um now we eat you know dinner at the table every night and it's very formal so in that sense I'm teaching her how you know how to use her manners and how to eat you know properly at the dinner table every night because it becomes a habit right and then that's going to be reflective on how she acts at someone's house she was over, you know, her friend's house for dinner. Uh, so with that, I, I'm really thinking through those things and thinking about my portion size and thinking of that. But before, I wouldn't have done that, if that makes sense. So back in college, I would have eaten whatever I wanted without any real direction. So, but what I'm saying is, like, if you don't like something, would you say... If oh, yeah, I don't so now like I know why I brought up my daughter. <laughs> so sorry about so that. if I don't like it, if I don't yes. like it... Are you gonna? If you don't like it, so are you gonna eat it? It's just me right there, and my daughter's not looking at me. Um, I would totally not eat it. Um, but if I did, if I just didn't cook the chicken, you know, well, or I just overdid it and it was burnt and disgusting, yes, I'd probably say no one has to eat this chicken. But okay. if I don't like it, I'm probably not gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. But at dinner with my daughter, I, we always we like her to try new things, <laughs> so that's where that kind yeah. of came in. So as far as um, if you had to rate the time that you over, like, if you said, if I did overeat at all, even a little bit, it would be once a month, ev- once every three months, or would you say, you know what, I've really got it dialed in, I kind of know I don't want to eat more than this amount because I know that's going to keep me full. So when it comes to overeating, I would probably say once or twice a month. So you just order, happen to eat a little bit more than... I love pizza. Okay. That's how we leave the house. I love you more than pizza. So uh-huh. um, I've always been a big fan. So when it comes to that, and my daughters, they just love pasta. They love pizza. It's the uh-huh. worst thing for uh-huh. you know parents who are getting older and mm-hmm. not as... Uh, it's, it's harder to stay thin uh-huh. these days. So, um, But they love it. So uh-huh. when we order that, it's really hard for me to control okay. my portions. So you would say you probably you would say if you said how often do you even order pizza, you would say probably once or twice a month. Exactly. That that's when you order it, and you feel like maybe on those days that you order it, you eat a little bit more than you maybe would like. But overall, in general, do you like the feeling of being stuffed? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's one thing we're learning with our daughter as well. So she's taught me a lot of things. So mm-hmm. she would eat to the point where she was just sick. 
Mm -hmm. stomach would hurt and I don't know if it was a combination of just actually being hungry at one point Mm -hmm. in her life the first you know four and a half years of her life or um just when they got food you know she had other siblings and maybe they were all fighting you know to get the food so I don't know exactly why behind that she has a lot of comfort when it comes Mm -hmm. to food so that's um I've never really I think got I've Unless I'm eating a lot of pizza, I don't really get to the point where I'm so full that I'm, I feel just gross and I have a stomach. So ache. that's a really good transition. So would you say, like, do you ever feel like you run to food for comfort in any way? I do. So when my okay. husband's deployed, yes, uh-huh. I do. When I have the ability to sit down and the kids have gone to sleep and I've got all my work done and I get some me time, mm-hmm. that's where I make the mistake because mm-hmm. I have a tendency if I stay up past, you know, the normal bedtime and I'm watching Netflix or and the kids are mm-hmm. asleep, no one's around to judge me, I'll probably go downstairs and make some nachos okay, <laughs> or eat a cookie, uh, usually something salty. But, but that's okay because, I mean, when you say that, you're saying you're eating one cookie. It's not like you're going downstairs and you're eating 10 cookies. That's Is that, true. That's right. True. So, like, you know, hey, I want to have, like, I want something I want, I want something a little bit sweet. I'm going to do a little bit of indulging right now. But when I am doing it, you're eating one cookie. Exactly. Or if you're going to eat nachos, are you eating like, you know, one fistful of nachos, two fistfuls of nachos? What would you say? So if I was going to partake in eating some nachos, it really depends on the day. I mean, the time of day. So if it's the evening, I'm probably going to eat more. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of, I think it's more of a habit at this mm-hmm. point. And I, I've really, now that I'm reflecting on it, I'm recognizing these behaviors. So it's, this is really helpful to talk about because mm-hmm. I usually don't think through that part um, when it comes to portions. But yeah, so at nighttime, I would eat more. Um, maybe a plateful, maybe have a few left over. So the mm-hmm. ones without cheese, maybe I wouldn't eat them. Mm-hmm. So, but if it was lunchtime, I would probably just have a few. I wouldn't overeat. Well, thanks so much for being on our show today. And like I said, you would want to watch this show if you're just listening. And if you have a question that you want answered, go to questions at ChantalRayway.com. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at ChantalRayway.com. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayway.com slash coaching. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.